Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question comes from Dana or Dana, I guess Dana probably, who in the Facebook group says, I'm struggling so much with my two and a half year old toddler's behavior. She can be really sweet and fun, but her tantrums and clinginess have become really hard for me to deal with mentally. We can't go anywhere without her clinging, whining, crying, throwing tantrums. I feel like everything I say is no. I've tried comforting her through her tantrums and she continues to scream. I make sure she is fed regularly, naps, bedtime. I've ended up in tears multiple times this week because I'm so emotionally drained dealing with it. I've been off work for nine months, but we'll be going back part-time next week. And I think that will help. Am I doing something wrong? I'm having such a hard time being a stay-at-home mom when others seem to have it more together. Please tell me this gets better. I'm really struggling. Dana, I come from the future with good news. This really does get better. Let me tell you that everyone is having a hard time being a stay-at-home mom. I don't care what you're seeing on Facebook and Instagram. It is so hard to be home with a two-and-a-half-year-old, and everyone is having a hard time with it. But it sounds like you're having a particularly hard time. So let's try to address a couple things. Number one... I'm going to recommend a book to you, Harvey Karp. He has a book, Happiest Baby on the Block, which I loved. And so when I suddenly had a two-year-old, I went, does this guy have another book? And he does. And he talks a lot about the fast food method. And that is whatever someone says to you, he says, like, this goes all throughout your life. It's not just toddlers. When someone is upset, you first repeat back to you. So like, you go up to a fast food window and you say, can I have a burger and fries? And they don't say, what's wrong with you? Why didn't you cook at home? They say, you want a burger and fries. That is the sort of crux of his methodology. So you're going to say back to your toddler, you are so upset that I can't make it nighttime, even though it's four in the afternoon, whatever it is. It can be hard when you're doing this method. To You want to be serious, loving, and compassionate with your response. You are so upset that the cookie is broken because you like to eat your cookies full. That is so frustrating. Oh, I can tell you're so upset about this. Uh, Even I'm doing it like I'm kind of goofing on the kid. It's hard. Try to do it in a really like loving and compassionate way. And that's pretty much it. We come back to this all the time, right? Bad behavior shuts down the mommy machine. And so whatever your tantruming toddler brings to you, you want to just repeat the problem back to them in a calm way. I can see this is really frustrating for you. 
Because when you offer solutions, as you know, oh, you can't find Blanky, here's Bunny. Bunny's going to get thrown across the room. I hate Bunny. It's just, you are so frustrated. I know it's so frustrating when we can't find Blanky. We hate it. And then you just stay in that very neutral place throughout the tantrum every time. I know that you have said, and as someone who gives parenting advice, I often hear, I've tried that already. But I want to offer and put in your way that sometimes we try something, it doesn't work. And it's like, well, that's that doesn't work. This needs to be totally consistent, this behavior. Blank facing, non-reactive, calm and loving response to a tantrum without offering solutions. And the tantrum will run its course. And let me tell you, a half hour tantrum, not unheard of. But I think if you are very, very consistent and unemotional in responding, that you will have a better time shutting tantrums down because your child will eventually learn tantrums don't get me into a dance with mommy. Tantrums shut down the mommy machine. And so I get kind of nothing out of tantruming. It may take a month of consistency. I also think, Dana, going back to work is going to be really helpful. We all need to just get away from each other a little bit. My children, pray God, are starting school next week. And I think that we're all really looking forward to not being in each other's faces because what's happening is like we're all getting locked in some bad operating systems because we're just all at the end of our rope. So I do think going back to work is going to help. I am going to tell you that I was a Googler at this time. I would often Google like when to tantrum stop. A lot of people will tell you like three, four years old is the end of tantrums. I'm not going to lie. I have a 12 year old who still has tantrums sometimes. But the tantrums, I I always say, like, I'm afraid I can't help you when you're acting like this. Please go upstairs until you can calm down. Not always. Listen, I'm a regular person. I often scream like, if you can't stop screaming at me. But I try to remember, zoom, I power down when the tantrum starts because then you don't get anything out of having a tantrum towards me. It doesn't work. I'm willing to help you. The other thing you say is no, no, no. Try to find your yeses. Try to find enthusiastic yeses to everything you can say yes to. So like, this is something we've talked about on the podcast a lot. Can I bring my Legos into the tub? No. Why are we saying no? Are we sure that this is a no? Every time it doesn't have to be a no, it's a fun, enthusiastic yes. Yeah, sure. You can have ice cream right after breakfast today. Who cares? Once a week. There's a lot of things you can say yes to. And then the no's are just firm, absolute. And if they start a tantrum, I know you're upset that we can't swim in the middle of winter. But yes, I know. It's very upsetting. I said, but no buts. Just I I know you're so upset that this can't work out. And in the big picture, Dana, what I want to tell you is this is hard for everybody. Two and a half year olds are like really, really, really hard. I had three of them. It was terrible every time. It gets better. The tantrums get less. I want you to get the Harvey Cart book and I want you to work on really leaning into this thing. Give it a month. Every tantrum, neutral and just repeat you are having a really hard time with this specific thing that you name. Dana, I hope that helps. Reach out to us and let us know how this plan goes for you. If you have a question for myself or Amy, you can send them to questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com. And we look forward to answering your question on an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. 
I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. 